Welcome to the official debut episode of Salty Thoughts of Donnie Oo Podcast, featuring the one and only Donnie Oo. Best of word of what he does. This week will be a compilation of salty thoughts that I've had about the NBA Finals with the Golden State Warriors versus the Toronto Raptors. Also, I'll have a couple rants on the Knicks free agency, the KD and Klay Thompson injuries that have put them out for the next upcoming NBA season. I'd like to give a big thank you to everyone that's listened to the preview episode of Salty Thoughts of Donnie U Podcast. And also, you can feel free to leave a comment, leave a like, or whatever term of endearment that is available on the platform that you choose to listen to me on. I'm going to keep the intro short and sweet this week. And as always, goodbye, mwah, and good night. Bang! It's 7.56, June 10th, 2017. We're a little more than an hour away from Game 5 of the NBA Finals featuring the return of Kevin Durant to the Golden State Warriors trying to come back from a 3-1 deficit against the Toronto Raptors after missing 30 days, after missing 9 playoff games, after being out for the last four games of the series. Now, what I don't understand, or should I say is making me kind of apprehensive, is the fact that everybody seems like it's a foregone conclusion that the Warriors are going to win. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying, even though I am a Knicks fan, I do support the Golden State Warriors. And I'm not just one of these bandwagon supporters either. I've already... I've always kind of messed with the Golden State since the days of Run TMC, Hardaway, Mullen, Richmond, Marshallonis, even going back to Don Nelson. So I do have a little bit of skin in the game, so to, so to speak. But um, the Knicks fan in me is just dreading the fact that all the pundits are, like I said, feel like it's a foregone conclusion that the Warriors are going to win. They're saying, yeah, you know, KD's going to come back. They're going to win game five. Then they're going to go back to the Oracle with the momentum, win game six, and then game seven with the momentum all on the Warriors' side. They're going to repeat history in the reverse and come back from a 3-1 deficit, the same deficit that they lost against the Cleveland Cavaliers three, two, three years ago. Whenever the odds are so great in one side, to one side, I always get nervous. Like I said, it's just a pessimist in me. But um, don't get me wrong. I actually hope that they come back from 3-1. Because just to see Toronto, the Toronto Raptors, the NBA champions, the Toronto Raptors, who are notorious for choking away in the playoffs to win the chip, to win the Larry O'Brien trophy is kind of unfathomable. But my worst fear is the fact of you're going to have Drizzy Drake for a year rubbing in people's faces. He'll probably have like three tracks devoted on his next album to the fact that Toronto won the chip. That alone should 
went she she have everybody rooting for Golden State just so we don't have to bear that for three hundred and sixty five long days. So I figured I put my prediction out now before the game. And I feel that Golden State's going to win. But it's not going to be as easy as everybody thinks it's going to be. It might even go to overtime. Then we're going to go to Oracle. Then we're going to win. And uh, Game 7, truthfully, if it goes to Game 7, I would consider that a win. But um, who knows? I'll be back at, at the end of the game to let y'all know the results and get my up-to-date feelings on what has just transpired until later 9.52 midway through the second quarter KD's calf slash possible Achilles just went down series is over as you can tell in my voice I'm just but the people that worked with him and cleared him are good people. They're good people. Mark, first question on the front. Bob, Mark, Medina, Barry, and his group. With all due respect, what's your reasoning to say to point the finger at you? I'm, I am um, the president of basketball. Some real cut wrenching shit right here. If you have to. And I don't think there's anybody to, to blame, but I get it. That stuff happens. I hope nobody does. I don't think it should land on anybody. But if you feel like you need to. Anything else? Hand in the middle. So I'm watching this the same as, as you are. I needed a couple of days to get over the shock of the Kevin Durant injury, the Clay Thompson catastrophe, and just the overwhelming sense of loss that I had over Golden State actually being dethroned by the Toronto Raptors. It's so much to take in. Where should I begin? Well, first I'll start with KD. Now, when I'm hearing on all the sports channels is that um, there's a conspiracy theory going around that KD actually had, had a tear in his Achilles prior to him actually popping the Achilles in Game 5. That's a theory that I actually agree with. They were so hush-hush over everything for like a good month. But then, at the same time, they were saying, well, once the finals started, he should be back for game three at home. Then game four was definite. Then all of a sudden, they just pulled back in game four, said he wasn't ready. But poof, two days later, he's ready to play with no minutes restriction. I found that to be a little suspect, but I'm not a doctor. I'm not a pundit. I'm just a fan, an ordinary fan. I was excited. 
me personally, I thought he was like close to 100%. You see him in warm-ups. He's dancing. He's dunking. He's moving like old KD. Then he comes out in the first quarter. Pulls for three. Whap. Another three. Whap. Another three. Whap. I'm like, oh, it's a wrap. For real. He's about to drop 40 or 50 on these mother effers. But the turning point, and I'm surprised that a lot of people haven't even focused on, the turning point was he played 10 of the, of the 12 minutes in the first quarter. Then he went on the bench for a break. Not, they didn't put a heme pad on his leg. They put ice on his leg. Like, as far as I know, and I'm not an expert, but as far as I know, when somebody has a muscle injury and they're coming back, once they get warmed up, you want to keep them warm. Once it gets cooled down, then, then the chance for a re-injury, for a re-tear or re-pull is like damn near definite. So he comes back, and I guess he's still feeling himself. So you're trying to go one-on-one and then pop. The series was over. Even though they end up winning the game. The series was over. But I'm still I'm still a believer. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go back to game six. We're going to get to game six. We're going to go back to the bay. And we're going to smoke these dudes. And it was a back and forth, back and forth. Steph never looked right. But it's still clay, game six clay to the fucking rescue. Into the third quarter, clay heating up, clay feeling himself on a break. He goes for the jam. He comes down. And that's when reality hit. It wasn't meant to be. He's on the ground. Damn near crying. Crawling. Trying to get back up. Had to shoot these free throws. He goes to the back. He comes back to a fucking standing ovation. Clay is that dude. Shoots the three. He runs back. They call a timeout. Or should I say... They did a timeout, uh, a foul to get him out the game. And I'm like, yeah, he's going to go in the back, get that, which going to get that massage, get that taped up, get that braced up. He's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Only in my dreams. Two on ACL. Wow. Smack in the face. There was only one man standing left. And that was Steph. Last 10 seconds. Down by one. He has the ball. He comes off the screen. He double covered, but it's a shot that he's made time and time again. And it clinked off the back rim. Scramble. They did to Chris Webber. And it was officially over. They lost three games at home in the NBA Finals. Closed down the Oracle with a sweep. At home. The only thing left. Was speculation on. What's next. You got KD coming off of Achilles injury. Going into free agency. You got Clay coming off a of torn ACL. Going into free agency. Is the dynasty over? I feel like the dynasty just paused. Do I think Golden State is at fault for KD's injury? Perhaps. But at the end of the day, 
that lies on KD. If he felt like he was ready to go to the NBA Finals, he's trying to go into history as a three-peat champion. He felt like, look, I'm probably about to bounce anyway. Let me go out and get this chip, bring, bring my team back from 3-1, and go about my business. Clay, on the other hand, he wasn't going nowhere, I don't believe. But now he's out for the season, too. Messed up whole free agency, which I'll get to in a, in, a, in, a, in a little bit. And if I put on my 10 hat, I believe Clay's injury stems from his hamstring pull from a couple games prior that wasn't fully healed. And the torque that his knee had when he came down, I really feel like his leg was compromised and uh, that caused the tear. But Clay's an effing warrior. He was going to come out with one leg or not. They had to pretty much strap him down and get him out the arena so he wouldn't try to sneak his ass back on that court. Because that's mother effing game six Clay. Now I'm going to bring this back full circle. As I said in the, prior, in, the, in, the, in the preview episode that I'm a Knicks fan for 35 years. Mets fan. New York J-E-T-S Jets 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 fan. And being such a fan of down, downtrodden teams, I should have expected it. The worst things that can happen will happen. KD was supposed to come to the Knicks. Eh, not going to happen. Anthony Davis was trying to come to the Knicks. Eh, not happening. Guess where the hell he's going? He's going to the Lakers. The Lakers now are the odds-on favorite to come out the West next year. I feel like this whole thing was set up. We've been bamboozled. Hoodwinked. Let us stray. We could trace it back to lottery night. We had the worst record in the league. And you know what pick we got? The number three pick. Which... If we keep the pick, which we have no choice now but to pick, keep the pick, we'll get R.J. Barrett. Zion went to New Orleans, and guess who had the number four pick? The Los Angeles Lakers. Now, you tell me. Yeah, the Lakers missed the playoffs. Technically, yeah, they was in the lottery. But they go from what? Like the 13th spot all the way to number four? How convenient. L.A. wasn't going to get not one free agent this season. How convenient. We didn't, ha- we didn't have a chip to portray for Anthony Davis. Lakers didn't really have a chip. But when KD goes down, Clay goes down, Kawhi wins the chip, who's left for the Lakers? Anthony Davis. Who's left for the Knicks? Not a damn soul. Kyrie going to Brooklyn. Once David Griffin got the GM job in New Orleans, it was a foregone conclusion that AD was going to the Lakers. They had Zion. They didn't really need AD no more. You know what? This don't make no damn sense. For real. As usual, the Knicks are going to end up empty. They're going to come up empty. We're going to have a whole bunch of rookies. First, uh, two uh, players in their second year. And we're just going to have to, like, grind. You know, we're just going to have to, like, build to the draft, be prudent with the money, 
get a couple veterans, get some role players, and just make it do what it do. If KD comes, I'll be happy. But nobody knows how he's going to come back from his injury. Nobody's going to want to come and be his sidekick not knowing if he's going to hold his end of the bargain. Even Kimber talking about, look, I don't want to go back home. Really? All right. I can't blame you. But I feel right now like the, the Knicks tank for no damn reason. All best laid plans came awry. All the plans just end up burning in a big dumpster fire that we call Madison Square Garden. Thinking about it right now just got me depressed for real. You know, it's like we can never catch a break. We get Amari in 2010 with his one knee. Then we get Mello. And then Amari wants to catch a little temper tantrum and punch the punch the window, messed us up for that for that series. Then the, then the year before that, he trying to do like little trick dunks, like he's in a in a in a dunk contest, messes up his back, leaves Melo by himself. Then Phil comes. We thinking, yeah, we got Phil, and Phil we trust. And then he just shit all over Melo. We get Chris Stapps. He messes up his knee, and then while he's rehabbing, he's like, nah, man, I'm not coming back. That, look, I'm going to let everybody know I'm not coming back. So y'all can sign here if y'all want, but I'm out. Life of a Knicks fan. I swear, if I didn't have such a vendetta over Barkley Center and what it's done to Brooklyn and how it's pushing everybody out and how it's done, which going to accelerate gentrification in the, in the borough, I would be a Nets fan, but I don't call them the Brooklyn Nets. I call them the gentrification Nets for real. So, Kyrie, salute. Do you. I'm not riding. At this point, we should be like Philly did. Trust the fucking process. Because the way we're going right now, we ain't getting nothing. The options are less than limited. The damn near nil. Even my backup team. Is the walking wounded, they'll be lucky to get the eighth seed next year. So all this hope that I had is now swirling down the drain of a toilet that I call my New York Nick fandom. But I'ma ride it out. I have no choice but to. I'm a loyal dude. So I guess we kind of we'll figure out, or should I say, we'll wait to see what Fisdale. And Steve Mills got impl- got planned for the free agent period. See how they're going to spend their money. Hopefully they don't waste their money. You know, you don't have to really spend it now, all of it. You can hold some for next season. Maybe get a trade here. You know, somebody wants a salary dump. And uh, we work from there. But there's no reason to feel like this season's going to be different than the last couple seasons prior to this one you know just meaningless games and can't even position yourself for a draft pick because we tried that last year and it didn't work so um just gotta guess place our trust in the powers that be i've been an emotional roller coaster up down up down right left upside down sick exuberant 
kind of drained. So, I think I'm going to end that today. And start on a new path. <laughs> start a new effing path. So, uh, goodbye for now. Thank you to everyone that has endured listening to the salty thoughts of a madman. Donnie O. I'll be back next week. And I'll start my <laughs> start my rants on my Mets. They think they've gotten away from me. Nah, dude. I've been listening. I've been watching. I've been seeing y'all mess up. I've been seeing everybody me- which going to throw dirt on us. But trust and believe. We're going to be there in September. I'll give y'all my thoughts next week. Goodbye.